I just love that, man. I love that. Yeah. I, people think I'm crazy for being a shoe collector, but I'm like, man, it, first of all, it's such a conversation piece. For sure. Right. So I can wear some, I've met, I've literally met some of my best friends to this day because they asked me about the shoes I was wearing one day randomly. And then we exchanged information. And next thing you know, we're in each other, I'm in their wedding. You, yeah. It's just like, it's crazy. It's crazy, man. man. It's a, it's a beautiful thing, man. That, that, that glue and those laces, man, tie the whole yeah. universe together. It is, man. It's one of the best talking points in the world, man. Yeah, no question. Everybody has to wear shoes. It's just a matter of like how they answer the question, you know, because you got to wear shoes going outside. Well, like I got to tell you something real quick. Okay? Right. So um, I think I might have told you this before. I'm not sure. But um, so the book I wrote, Walk of a Lifetime, that came out um, August of 2000. Okay. 20th, 20th anniversary of my book. Um, and for those that don't know about it, it's just kind of like my journey in basketball and plan for UC, how I made it, what I had to, you know, kind of go through. So um, for the 20th anniversary, it was recommended that I do an audio version of the book and put it on Amazon's Audible. Okay. So um, I started in July <clears throat> during the pandemic and um, recorded the entire book. And we're going to release the audio version of the book um, at the end of February. Okay. Um, but the cool thing we've done, and one of my producers, uh, Stu, who was uh, producing the book, he came up with this idea. He goes, I want you to do a 10-day promotion of the audiobook. And the 10-day promotion is every day you have a different video. And the videos are called Retracing Your Steps because the book's called Walk of a Lifetime. Yeah. It's called Retracing Your Steps. And you go back. So there's 10 chapters in the book. Okay. I want you, he's like, I want you to do 10 videos and you're going to go back to the places that inspired you or you had stories playing basketball. So I go back. So I've already recorded these. I haven't, okay. we haven't put them out there yet, but I've recorded them. I go back to um, Seven Hills uh, High School where I started out. Roger Bacon High School where I finished. Um Hearst Recreational Center on Reading Road, where I grew up playing, the outdoor court I ended up playing. Um, so I, I go all these places and I stand out there and I talk about, you know, a story and I kind of just, I'm going back. Some places I haven't been in like yeah, 30 it's right. years. It's probably been a long time. But here's the cool thing. Last minute, um, one of the guys that was helping us film it, Colin, he goes, you know what you got to do? He's like, you got to wear the shoes from that exact time period in that moment. Like, what shoe were you wearing? I was going to ask that. I was going to ask if you were going to tie the shoes in there. I was going to ask that. I found every shoe from those moments from, I mean, some of them were, shoot, 30-some years ago. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. I was going to ask if the shoes were going to be tied in there. I knew it. I knew it. I was going to let you finish, but I was like, I'm going to ask that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You 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 gonna like you gonna like these retracing your steps. That's dope. I think you're gonna I think you're gonna really like it. I think you'd like it's pretty dope. Check that out, man. Yeah. So in end of February, right? That's when every that's when it's that's yeah. when the book's out. But then the audio book. But you're gonna do ten days before, right? Every right. day come with another. So so what, okay. So what we're gonna do is so um so the the crazy thing about doing an audio book is it takes up to two weeks for your book. To your audiobook to actually load it has to go through a process where they screen it oh wow they can reject it and make you go back and clean it up like if there's okay. like certain noises okay so it takes a while so 
um, long story short, uh, we're going to release it because um, Audible still got to go through the process, but the end of February, and then what happens is 10 days prior to the release. So if it releases, let's say February 25th, yeah. every day prior, there's going to be a different video. But then once it releases, what we're then going to do is we're going to do a 10 day giveaway. Okay. So every chapter um, from the book, I sign and I had different people come in and read different parts like Terry Nelson's on there. Uh, my mom's on there. My dad, I have like people autograph it and I'm going to attach. So um, it's going to be a giveaway. There's going to be a 10 day giveaway and I'm going to have the actual chapter signed and I'm going to have some sort of like memorabilia uh, attached to that chapter and giveaway. Nice. So I've got like, Man, I might have a pair of shoes I might throw. Okay, that's what's up. That's what's up. That's I might have an old <laughs> practice jersey from the Jordan practice jersey from back Man. Then. All right, that's what, all right, so now, now, <laughs> I had to cut you off. See, I knew it was something, like, in my head, it was something oh. I wanted to talk to you about, right? And I was like, I forgot, and I forgot. I was like, I want to talk about shoes some way. I didn't know how I want to talk about them. I want to talk about the team. Right. And then because of the shutdown, I mean, the, the unexpected shutdown, you expect that in COVID, but uh, yeah, I want to talk about this. You now that they're away, not technically away from Under Armour. What, what you got, what you got to do to get us, get us a, a Jordan contract, Meech? <laughs> <laughs> Can a brother get a, get a, get a Jordan contract? Yeah, man. I came to, I came, I'm, I'm a Cincinnati resident because of Michael Jordan contract. When you see, I'm, Promise. I thought I was going to go to Ohio State when I was seven years old. I got accepted to Ohio State. I got accepted to pretty much every school in Ohio. And I was like, I came down to UC, Kenya Martin and Demar Johnson and all those boys playing in those Jordan jerseys. Satterfield. Set it off. Satterfield. Like, I was like, oh, that's, that's where I want to be. I came down here for a visit and I was I haven't it, laughed since. You made the right decision. I haven't laughed since. So Jordan I, contract, man. Where is it at? <laughs> I, was in, I was in Kroger out in Anderson, and I'm walking through Kroger. This was maybe a month ago, and I hear somebody going, hey, hey, and I, like, turn around. It's like some random dude, and he's like, so what are you, what are you doing to make, uh, make this happen? And I'm like, who are you talking to? And he's like, you know what I'm talking about, Jordan, you see. I'm like, what? I'm trying to get some grapes. I'm trying to get some, you know, some spinach. Like I'm trying to get some necessities. And he's asking me and I'm like, man, I, I, I can't really comment on that. Yeah. So random. But, but what happened was as soon as that Under Armour deal, um, you know, started happening, obviously everybody starts thinking like what's next for, for you. Yeah. And um, I, I think logically, the great next move because you, you got to think about this JT the football program is on the rise yeah with you know fickle still here I know Marcus Freeman's left but you know they'll plug and replace and they'll, they'll figure it out but it's, it's just it's on the rise I think coach Brandon's going to have everything moving in the right direction the, the women's program is heading there. so many positive great things are happening at the university I think it's only yeah. natural to bring back Jordan and Nike to the university um yeah. I will say that. So um, I'm fortunate enough that I know um, the third in command at the Jordan company. I know one of the VPs. 
I know two of the VPs actually. I know two of the lead designers. So I know a lot of people within the company. Yeah. And I'm going to be honest, for years, I have been telling them, can we please get us back to Jordan? And here's the thing. I'm going to give you a little insight, okay? Yeah. And I, I don't have a picture of this to send to you. <laughs> so whenever I go to Nike headquarters in Portland, um, they have the, the, there's the Jordan, the Michael Jordan building. Yeah. My buddies all work in the Michael Jordan building. So yeah. when you go up to the, the floor where the main folks are on, there's like, I think three or four floors for the Jordan people. But um, when you go on one of the main floors, there's literally pictures on the wall of UC and Jordan stuff like Jason still. McNeil. There's, jo there's, there's Kenyon. Still. Huh? Jordan, like still. But they've got, you know, they got North Carolina. Of course. Know, the different. But you see still still all around like prevalent. And I'm like, this is crazy. I'm like, that that is so. So I keep telling them. I keep pointing. I'm like. We need to make this happen. And the problem has always been on the on the Jordan side has been the fact that the contract with, with Under Armour for the University of Cincinnati was so good between yeah. the you know the apparel and the yeah. right. And if you're the University of Cincinnati and you're you know the athletic director at that time, you're looking at it, you're like, man, we're getting this cash, we're getting the gear, and not a lot of companies, the the Adidas and the and the Nikes of the world, aren't giving out gear and cash like that. No, I like that. Not like that. That deal was great. That deal was real, real legit. Can't I can't right. lie on that. Well, I mean, it it it, it benefited the university, it helped them, so I I understood that. But I said, listen, there's gonna come a time. And <laughs> We the Bearcats and Brand Jordan we need it. Are, are, are standing at the same spot. And we there's a conversation it. that's going to occur. And I'm going to leave it at that. And I've done, I'm going to tell Bearcat fans, I have done my best to get the right people talking. I'm going to leave it at that. I, I appreciate you. You start getting in trouble, man. Nah, man. Because it's funny. Because like I'm not even going to... like I've talked to your, boy, um, your mutual friend. Mutual friend, and this was before, you know. I think early with the Under Armour deal, and uh, I was like, man, <laughs> and he doesn't carry Under Armour, so you know. So he'd be like, I'm like, you don't get any gear. He's like, ah, nah. <laughs> Whenever they switch over yeah. to another place, I yep. will. So yep. I used to be so sad. Cause I'm like, man, I could uh, see stuff early possibly, but uh, yep, yeah, man. It, it's I, I. I'll be super happy because we know we went from Jordan, Nike. When did we go to Adidas? Went to Adidas and then the yeah, UA, yeah. right? Because we we did we had the Adidas deal because of Mick. When Mick came okay. in, his relationship with um, uh, Sonny Bacario, um, who was I believe his godfather, and he was head of um, he might have been head of grassroots Adidas or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots yeah. of special on him. Dude's dude's the man, though. Oh, Sonny, Sonny changed. So Sonny approached, I think, Coach K. Um, um, he approached um, John Thompson, and he goes, "Hey, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pay you to have your kids wear these Nikes. On yeah. the I'm gonna pay you to wear a swoosh on your blazer or sweater. I think with yeah. Thompson's case um, at that time, but and uh, he 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 revolution. He changed the he game. Changed it sponsorship because there was no." He looked at all the loopholes. Um, but, but so so we went, I believe we went to Adidas because of Sonny and okay. Mick's relationship. I believe that was through Mick's, Mick's dad's hep and 
Tyler Hep and Sonny were good friends. Okay. And I think when uh, top, uh, Tommy Tuberville came in, he had a relationship yes. with Under Armour because of he was at Auburn prior. Yeah. Auburn was a big Under Armour school. Yeah. He kind of helped get that, I think, get the people talking to make mm-hmm. that deal. That was, yeah. I think that was my understanding of how it went down. I don't know That's what, what I heard. I heard that. I heard something similar to that too. Cause you know, he, cause even Texas Tech was Under Armour too, I think. So I think he had yeah, connections everywhere he's awesome. been is Under Armour um, almost. So, uh, so yeah, I heard the same thing. I was wondering if that was true, but yeah, that deal is great. I just hope, I mean, now that it's everybody knows it's coming to an end, was plug class tense. Just, yeah, past tense. Past tense. So we go past tense. Now I'm like, man, we, we can get get Nike Jordan back. Man, I, I'll be happy. I'll be and happy. it would be it would be a great thing. Um, I think for the fans, for it, it, I think it would help bring together a whole group of fans because you've got the older generation, you've got my generation, yep. and you've got this new generation. The new generation never got to experience the Jordan. Yep. Yep. Right. Yeah. So for for the Jordan to come back into the equation, we'll kind of like bring it full circle. I think the rollout. Could you imagine? Could you imagine the rollout of the Jordan brand and UC back together again? Bring back the 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 the, the, the kind of redo it with the modern twist with the, yeah. the cat scratch. They call them cat scratch uniform with the blocks down the side. Okay. Bring Kenyon Martin back because he was such a, you know, you Just, think about that uniform, you think about Kenyon. Yeah, for sure. Right? For sure. Bring back and, and bring back some of the old players. You got to, Logan. You think of Logan, you know, Stokes and oh. the James. Got, James got some got some Jordan love, you know, flight. Maxiel, find Maxiel, bring him on through. Could you imagine that rollout with those? Man, it'd be crazy. Because because I've always made you see so special with their colors is they are they were they were the Bulls colors. Yeah. So yeah. it's like everything that Jordan wore, the Bearcats were wearing, and then they got their own shoe, but it still was in that all of the black and red, black, red, and white. So it was like everything Jordan was wearing. You know the Bearcats were going to get it, and they're you know so it was just like even sweeter. So you get to see your boys wear, you see Jordan wearing it. It's like it's just it was it was special. And then we had those sweet the uniforms were just fire. Like right now they still hold up. I mean even if they didn't change them, they still would be legit today. Greatest unis ever, man. You can't tell me you can't tell me different. I know right people now. Are like oh Michigan's Fab Five unis were the best, and or see Carolina. No, I'm like they got so much history with that. I get that, but yeah, design wise. The Bearcat unis. Those were, changed the game, man. It was for fire. What? Man, it was fire. Fire. Was, people don't know. Like I have um right across from where I'm I'm sitting right now is my special closet. Okay. I have like some memorabilia kind of locked up in there. And I have my all my uniforms from what I played. And the material that was on the numbers and the the actual Cincinnati, the way yeah. we the real game jerseys were crazy. It was like my first year was like this suede kind of material, bro. It was so smooth. And it moved to like the silky to where yeah. it kind of like glistened. <laughs> the attention to detail, like the, the, the crazy thing is like when you look at the uniforms up close, the attention to detail is like, 
wow. But then even sitting in the stands, they, still, look, they still look great. Oh, man. I'm telling you. Oh, my God. I love those. That's man. a sign when you can look great up close and even better from afar. Oh, for sure. For sure. Right there. For sure, man. So, yeah. So, hopefully – Hopefully you see and that that marriage comes back together. So fingers crossed, man. I, I had to put you on a spot on that one. So I appreciate you. <laughs> putting good energy in the air. We're putting all the good energy in the air. And we're, we're going to try our best to make this happen for, for Bearcat Nation. For sure. Yeah, that's what. All right, Meech. Let everybody know before I let you go. I know I've been, we've been rambling a little bit. Having well, some fun. We, we cannot get off without talking about tomorrow. You know what tomorrow is? What's tomorrow? one-year anniversary of the death of the oh man i tried to block it out man dude we, we we've got you know what I, I was talking to a friend the other day and he he he's that he's the guy that in his eyes kobe has always been his goat that's that's his age man. that's how he grew up i'm michael jordan he was kobe and he's like man i don't, I don't want to I don't even want to talk to anybody tomorrow or, you know, on Tuesday. And I'm like, yeah. you know what? we got to celebrate the, the, the greatness and his life somehow. Yeah. Got and to. To kind of, kind of move past. Cause Kobe and I, I, I played in AU tournaments in the same gym as Kobe. That's crazy. He was on the court across from me. <laughs> That's he was. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, that dude's good right there. Yeah. So he can ball. Now, man, it's it's crazy, man. I try I try to think about because he's like my guy. I'm a big Lakers fan, and uh, I, it was crazy. Yeah, man, huge Lakers fan. I've been a Lakers fan since before Magic. Before Magic got sick, how about that? But uh, yeah, man, little dude. So like, I, I lived in California for like a year. What part? Uh, Sacramento. Okay. So like, then, um. I picked all my teams weird. So like I was, I love the 49ers because I was still down in Cali and I wanted to be Jerry Rice. Maddie Johnson was my favorite player growing up. Mm. And then I moved back to Ohio. So I started liking the Reds in baseball. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, Ohio State slash UC. Wow. Yeah, man. So I'm, I'm, I'm all West. I'm West and Midwest. That's it. Are you still a 49ers fan? Yeah, man. Yeah, we sucked this year, but we had a lot of injuries. But I'm still a 49ers fan. Okay, and you still yeah. you feel like the Lakers, even with LeBron there, like you weren't one of those guys who were like, ah, I'm nah, in here. Nah, I like them. See, like a lot of people, they they're fans because LeBron's there. Like, so if, once LeBron retired, I'm still gonna be a Lakers fan. I just okay. I'm just ingrained. If we suck, it's cool. It, I don't like it, but like you know, it's all good. You know, I'm still gonna be well, a Lakers years fan. Before LeBron got there, ooh, there was some bad. Oh LeBron. man, it was real bad. They, they put they put they uh they did Kobe dirty his last few years. They just paid him and said, "Hey man, sell some tickets." How about that last <laughs> game that Kobe ever played? Man, you do you remember? So I don't know if you remember this, but the basketball world had to make a decision that day. Mm-hmm. The decision was: do we watch Golden State break the record? Break the record. Or do we watch Kobe's last game? Yep. And I said to my friend, I'll never forget this. I said to him, he said, what are you going to watch? I said, there is no question, 100%. I'm watching every single second of Kobe Bryant. I said, I'll watch the Golden State game on on record, like, later on. Yeah. I have to watch Kobe live. And he's like, man, I'm going to watch the Golden State game. 
I said, I'm telling you, man, yeah. you have players like Kobe, um, like Michael, they just have a sense for theater. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Right? right? And they have a sense for that that moment. And I'm like, Kobe's going to do something. Yep, special. yep. Bro, there are so many memes from that game. Like oh, man. Snoop Dogg's going yeah. like <laughs> And even Kanye's like. <laughs> it's crazy. Do you remember somebody uh, edited the video when Kobe makes the uh, free throw? Uh, he makes he makes two free throws, I think, to get to 60 or close to 60. Uh-huh. And he, like last minute. And then uh, he makes the free throw. And then uh, when the balls come back to him, somebody makes him do like the Michael Jackson uh, <laughs> moonwalk. Uh, before you ever seen that i gotta find it man and send it to you and then he catches it and makes it the next time it was crazy though i haven't seen that one i've seen Um, yeah man that one that one always gets me every time but yeah he he put on a show in uh one of the greatest for sure man i was it's sad man because i i I literally did i just come back from came back or was about to go to california i think i came back from california last year that's before all the stuff before we shut down. And um, man, I thought people were playing. I'm like, Kobe, I'm like, oh, he must have got something must have happened, nothing serious. And they're like, man, you need to check the news. And I just start crying, man. Like somebody you never met before. Just like, he's like, I just cry. I cry like a kid, man. Like it was oh, like my cousin. Huh? Like you didn't know him, but you knew him. Yeah. Grew up, you grew up watching them play, you grow up, you know, seeing them growing even after the games you know shoes are still sweet you know he's doing other things with you know act not acting but with directing and writing and doing all this good cool stuff you know coaching his daughter you know so it's like man the way you you know laughed it sucked you know telling i was telling a friend i said you know you know you when you look at michael jordan for me who's who's the goat um his accomplishments michael jordan's accomplishments on the court are just i mean just amazing just yeah. absolutely you know really his greatness all all comes from what he did on the court yeah and then i think michael's transformation um of the game of basketball making it a global sport i think yeah. michael was was responsible for that but for sure for sure I, I was telling my friend for me Kobe Bryant's greatness for me was not what he did on the court, but what he gave to the game. If you look at mm-hmm. the current young players, Jason Tatum, Devin Booker, Kyrie Irving, Giannis. like all these guys worked out with Kobe. They got counsel from Kobe. Yeah. They want to be Kobe. Wrote, and, yeah. and he gave back to them. And you have to. And he didn't have to. He so didn't have to. Back to the game and what he was doing for a uh, woman's, women's man basketball, which yeah no male superstar has ever done for their yep. sport. yep uh, what he was doing for children's books kids like to me his greatness was was that he used basketball to get to that yep in my opinion like yeah. that was that was what kobe was meant to do and, and it got cut short but i think i think we all got to take away something from that and that is like like we can all strive to be great in one thing, whatever that might be. Yeah. But, but using that platform to then help and impact others and change and make change. That's, that's, that's that true greatness there, man. He yeah, was man. a special dude. And I, I didn't even really watch him on the court like that, believe it or not. Like, cause I felt like I seen it before with, with Michael. 
Like I felt like I I've seen the moves. So yeah. it hit me like that. See the thing with Kobe though, like all right, so like I'm a big big Kobe guy. Older Kobe was pure Jordan, right? Pure Jordan. You saw most of the fadeaways, certain moves. You like it's just Jordan 2.0. But to be able to be Jordan is crazy, and he somebody could actually say that to be like close that that close to being a, that good and being able to mimic Jordan and not be a bum. You know, like some people are gonna be like ah oh, mimic him and it doesn't matter, but tell me to be that good. So many, young young Kobe. So many people tried to be Jordan and failed. Yeah, like he did it, and actually people were like hating on him because he was doing it so well. No, I know. You know? I, I'll sit here and be. I, I'll sit here and be honest. There was a point where I was like, "Man, forget Kobe, man." He, I understand. I know people. Like, man. I get arguments all the time, all the time. But um, I think I would embrace him because he's trying to do what my favorite player of all time is doing. So you think I would embrace that? It's more. different because you see it, like man, this dude's got a chance to eclipse him. Yeah, I can't, I can't have that. <laughs> right? You don't want them to eclipse your guy. So then you're like, hold on, hold on, you know? So it's kind of like, it's like, oh, you know, some people, Dr. J's their guy, right? So it's like, Jordan, I love, they're like, I'm, I like Jordan, but Dr. J's my guy. So yeah. like, some people, Michael Jordan's their guy, they're like, all right, Kobe's cool, but MJ's my guy. I'm not, he's never going to be better. It's just how it is, man. It's a pecking order. Like, people are going to have LeBron at a certain area, and they're like, hey, when this young person, say Jason Tatum is that guy, 10 years from now, whatever, they're not going to let them let Tatum pass LeBron in their head. It's just not going to happen. Right. You know, but uh, but young Kobe was different, though. Like he was a little more flashy than young. I mean, than Mike, mm -hmm. like far as it was could the street, the street ball game handle. He's he a little was, different. He had, street, he had more a little more street game. Than he had more, you know, where Jordan, he was get he was definitely, you know, taking ankles. But George, Kobe was different. That part was different. Mm -hmm. a little bit where people kind of overlooked it because you saw like this guy is Jordan, but he had some, a little different aspects to his game. But when he got older and slowed down a little bit, when he started playing a little bit slower, you saw pure Jordan, like you can't take it away. That was just right. Jordan 2.0. But I think like watch some young Kobe, you'll be like, he looked, he was like a mixture of Jordan and Iverson. You know what I, uh, <laughs> you know what I need to do? Well, here, here's the beauty of it. Like, I've said this, I did not follow Kobe's career um, like I did Jordan. Okay. Or, or, or even LeBron. Like, I'm not like a huge LeBron fan, but I've been intrigued by his journey, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kobe, I kind of missed it because, you know, when Jordan left, there was that, I was just like, I don't want to watch. Like, I, I just, you know, so I kind of yeah. missed. The beauty is, my hope is I want to go back and like, just Kobe's career. Yeah, just check it out, man. I'm it'd telling you, just it'll be new to me because yeah. I didn't really follow thing. Go between all right, go from 05 back. Okay. You'll get a true appreciation. And you gotta watch 81 Kobe. Oh, I of course I've seen that. You but know. you gotta watch that season. He had he had one of the most disrespected, greatest seasons I've ever seen in my life that year. Like that season, which we and my home homeboys call Yolo Kobe, best season I ever seen any player play for me, for me, for my age group, I've ever seen like the complete season. Gotcha. He's playing with Smush Parker, Kwame Brown. <laughs> oh, you got Smush Parker. Smush Parker. Smush Parker was a starting point guard. 
So Brown was on that team. Kwame Brown. Oh my God. Kwame Brown is Fletch Parker. Yeah, that's so all he, you can say. Yeah. So just just take that. Chris Mim, I think, was the center. I think Chris Mim was on that team. Chris Mim might have been on there. I'm drawing a blank of a couple other players, but dude, he put on a. I think I don't know if anybody's. Harden might have been close to doing something like close to what Kobe did, but they literally got the AC in the West. This dude had a scoring output. I think he scored like 45 or more, like five times in a, in a row. Yeah. It was crazy. Like, I think Steve Nash won the MVP. And I was like, if you, I mean, this Lakers team would win 10 games if Kobe wasn't on here. Like, you got to <laughs> give him the MVP. But That's Smush Parker and Kwame Brown. So, man, come on. Like, they, they better. I mean, Smush Parker is like equivalent to having me out there. So that's how I look at it. <laughs> don't, 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 don't. So I know, right? I'm smush. I could do what Smush Parker does. Did, but uh, <laughs> I think and then he played. Then he, he bumps into me and then gives me forty. But um, yeah, man, just watch that. Watch that season, man. He did. It was crazy. Then you got to watch him with Shaq and appreciate him how he just took over at the end. Um, but that 05, I think it's 05, 06 season, or is it 06, 07? But that season was crazy. The '81 season. It was next level. In his in his knee with any had a bum knee. Why? Why? I've always had a question. I always wanted to know. I don't know if anybody you're a Kobe fan, so maybe yeah. you know this. Why was um, Kobe's? There was a couple. Why was his jersey so baggy? Do you remember that? I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know. All over his shoulder. Like I don't a, know, man. But you know, back then though, that was kind of the thing. Like the this wasn't the baggy year. This was like after. Really? I, yeah, it was I, weird. And me and my buddies used to always comment on that. Like, why is his... I don't know, man. I overlooked like that. Three sizes too big. I overlooked that, man. He might have been stuck in his life. Because, like, AI's jersey was always... Yeah. Have you ever seen the picture of TJ Ford? Oh, man. That's so funny. That Have you ever seen that? In the Bucks? Or was it, or it was with the Bucks when they did the... the bu- they did the preseason. Yeah. You see that? talked about that in a podcast. He talks about what happened. <laughs> You ever heard about this? No, no. <laughs> they like some happened with like the uniform he was supposed to wear wasn't there, and they were only gonna do like from here up. Yeah. Up, like, <laughs> <laughs> like he had on pants, he had on Dan Gazurik's shorts. I was like, man, you know, everybody wore them over their knees back then. That was just how how it was going. That that was to his ankles. That oh was- man, I know, because he had those hyper flights, and it was touching the hyper. <laughs> I ran into him in a day you tournament one really? day. I meant to ask him about that, but we didn't get a chance to really talk. I just said hello and I said uh, it was a game. And, uh, but you, you, you probably don't remember this. You, you might be too young for this, but the Ar- Arkansas Razorbacks back in the day. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I was young, young. But those... Longest shorts ever. Like, no, no collectively five people on the court at the same time had shorts that long. Oh, uh, yeah. Was that Cordis Williamson and them? I think Ar- it was that team. I think it was. I think it was his team. It was either that team or it was the team the year after. I have to go back and look that up. Okay, shorts were ridiculous. I had like, to check that out. That. You can't even go between your legs. No, exactly, exactly. You can't even do it. You can't that's combo move. No, that's yeah. catching shoot gear. Yeah, that's right it. <laughs> and they were dunking on people and stuff. That's crazy. I know. That's amazing. That's a heck of an athlete. Supreme athletes, right there. You know what's crazy? <laughs> I often get into discussions with older people that were from the Oscar era, who tell okay. me the greatest player of all time. 
Yeah. Of course, I don't agree with them. I, you know, I say, you know, I, I think Michael's, you know, better than Oscar. Yeah. Evolution is part of that, where you know, players yeah. evolve. Um, and I and I go back and I kind of watch the, you know, you go to YouTube and you can find videos yeah. from that time period, and and they just, you know, they're dribbling to the left with their right hand, yeah. like a guy's guarding them from so far away. Yeah. Different game, and I'm not I'm not being critical of that time period. It is what it is. Yeah. But one thing sticks out to me. This dude was getting triple doubles in Chuck Taylors. Yeah, that's crazy. How's he walking today? I don't know, man. That's that's how you know he was like supreme, supreme athlete. Like he's low-key a mutant, man. Think about it. Like, that's crazy. And like, Chucks. I, and I Chucks. Might, I tell some of the old people, older people, I'm like, I might give them, I, I give them a salute for hooping and Chucks. Like, Chucks, man. That's amazing. That's next level. Cause you think about it, man. If you go run a mile in Chucks. What? Dude, you're ice bath. You might be ice for two days. You don't make it to the mile marker. <laughs> True. You Your foot might rip out. <laughs> you quit halfway through, like man. You might you, you might Zion Williamson that bad boy just <laughs> on a jog, you know. So it's like he was giving people triple doubles. Yeah, you you were trying to hoop in Jordan ones. Imagine and that was crazy. I did it twice, and it was like the I did it once to be cool, right? You know, I'm pooping in Jordan ones, and then the second time, I literally, my my homies was like, "Man, we about to go play," and I'm like, "Man, the dorm, I, I need to go switch my shoes. I can't play in Jordan ones." And they were like, "You you ain't gonna play. You got on Jordans. Just hoop." And I'm like, "All right, man." Went down there, got a couple games in, but they they called me out. Oh, I did it the second time. The first time, I wanted to be cool. I, I got these Jordans nobody really has, and I wanted to wear them. And then I paid the price, and I was like trying to go kick it afterwards. <laughs> Oh, that's the worst. But, but but we gotta say, Michael Jordan hooped in those ones, man. That's true. He was ball. That was he, the was. Year. he went to the um, Boston Gardens and he was game sixty, yeah, sixty three, right? That's when he was between the legs and you know get, he was getting busy. He he got busy in those. But I'll say they got professional tape, man. I just was hooping in low cut. Today <laughs> I was I was hooping in low cut socks and. I don't know, man. Trying to be cool. Tore my feet up. I know that. Hey, bless <laughs> you up, man. You I know, right, man? Sometimes you got to take a step back. At least I only did it a couple times, though, right? So, cool, man. Actually, if you go back... Um, I know what game you're going to talk about. New York game? No, I'm talking about when I played. Oh, you played? Okay, I thought you were going to talk about Michael. Remember when Mike said his ones killed him when he played and he had to switch him at halftime? I did the same thing. <laughs> what you do? So Michael did. So Michael went back his last year of playing with the Bulls. He went to New York, which is considered, you know, yep. where's the Mecca, right? And yep. he wore the ones. Yep. He actually wore the original ones from his rookie year, and his feet were bleeding so bad <laughs> from 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 doing that. So my senior night at UC, I was like, man, I got to take a nod of that. I got <laughs> I got to kind of do that. So I wore. Um, the Jordan ones, my original Jordan ones, senior night. Um, I think we played Louisville, if I'm not mistaken. And um, man, my my feet were shot in layup line. And, and I never forget this. This is this is a funny story. So I wear I wear an 11 and a half. I play in a 12 because mm. I always double up on my socks, right? Okay. I play in a 12, but the Jordan ones I had were nine and a half 
So I so I get to the locker room on senior night and I take and so my locker, you're laughing. <laughs> my locker <laughs> mate is uh my locker neighbor is Kenyon Martin. All right. And he always would check my shoes. Kenyon Martin's a sneakerhead for those that don't know. And I believe it. He was always checking my shoes. So because every game I had to wear a different pair of shoes, even though I didn't get in. <laughs> it's all good. Hey, you gotta look the part. <laughs> I, I, I would have played every game. Man, my photo album of <laughs> of gear or, or just shoes. Oh my god, I wish I wish I would have pictured that. But anyway, I bust out these Jordan One. This is before they really like were really retroing them. Like, yeah. And I put them on the ground, and Ken was like, "What?" He's like, "What size are those?" I was like, nine and a half." He was like, "You wear a 12. and I'm like, "He's like, bro, you." That's stupid. <laughs> and uh, they were laughing. They were making fun of me the whole. And I'm sitting there, my feet are curled up. Man, it was the worst. <laughs> but you know what? I was trying to be cool. You're trying to be cool. When you be cool, man, it only gets you. It gets you every time. Trust me. Trust me. Got me. For sure, hey, man. Sorry, man. We talked about so much stuff, man. I'm sorry. We, we were all. Now nah, we went over, but it's all good, man. We had a good time because, you know, we haven't had any hoops to look at. So. Got to got to have some fun somewhere. So. Oh man, this. I mean, you got to pick and choose all the content we talked about. I know, man. True, true. So I might chop it up, man. Actually, as I ended up, I might chop it up. Give it two parts. Do whatever. Do whatever you want with it. You're yeah. welcome to. So. For sure. So for everybody out here, we had this uh, podcast ending with my guy Alex Meacham. Let well Meach. Let everybody know where they can find you at. And where they could find your work before we go. How about that? Yeah. So I'm on um, a lot of different social media outlets. So I'm on um, <laughs> I'm on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Alex underscore Meacham. Meacham spelled M-E-A-C-H-A-M. I'm on Facebook. LinkedIn is just Alex Meacham. I'm on Snapchat, Big Meach 41. <laughs> TikTok. I don't even know what my TikTok name is. Are you right TikToking? Now. Man. I, 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 I just kind of like watch the videos. I'm <laughs> creeping right now okay i feel it i'm on tiktok and um so um you can check out uh the bearcat basketball podcast that i do um releasing episode 75 this wednesday so put out uh gosh probably almost 50 some actual interviews with former players from d'antonio wingfield art long donald little Bob Huggins, like you name it, Lizelle Durden, Steve Sanders. Like I've interviewed them all. Um, well, I've interviewed them all. <laughs> I still got some classics coming, but uh, um, definitely check that out. It's on Spotify, uh, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, iHeart, um, the iHeart Radio app. Um, I also do an interview series called What's in Your Bag? And I interview um, – greater Cincinnati high school basketball players um, that have a unique story and um, kind of doing that for, uh, you know, I, I think there are a lot of kids that have great stories that aren't just being told. So mm. I got Penn station on as a sponsor and, and uh, what's in your bags out there and uh, walk of a lifetime. The audio book will be out the end of February. So hopefully everybody's uh, checking that out. That'll be cool. So cool. cool a lot cool. of stuff. Yeah, so make sure y'all hit up Meech, man. It's, it's my guy. Talk yeah. a lot of a lot of crap all the time. So hey, keep doing your thing, man. Keep keep creating your content. Stay after it. 
Don't stop. Appreciate you, man. That's that's the goal, man. It's 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 in me, man. I'm like, I don't even know how to describe it, but I know everybody says the same thing. I'm like, man, I must be doing something decent, you know? Yeah. So it's cool, man. I yeah, I just I just love it, man. Just love I love doing it. It's my my passion. It's well, not really work, you know, it's just having fun. Get to talk to people like you, you well, know, writing you. about the Bearcats, you know. So it's like, hey, it's all good. Even though they haven't been playing lately, but yeah, it's yeah. still all good. Yeah, you get to write about it. And, and if you're if you're passionate about it and you're consistent with it, I think yeah. that's the key too. Like one thing I found with, with uh, the podcast and different things I do is just you stay consistent with the content. Yeah. Um, you know, people people will listen to the stuff, they'll read it, they'll they'll check for it, man. You stay yeah. consistent. Whether they always agree with you or not, yeah. Checking for your consistency and yeah, man. So that's why I keep telling folks like you and others, man, keep keep doing your thing, man. Keep putting out that that content for, for Bearcat fans. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you. That's the plan, man. So this is the uh, wrapping this one on up, guys. All right. Let me squeeze. 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 Let me squeeze.